This is Equipped to Thrive, a podcast presented by Providence Christian Academy, where we explore how we partner with families to equip students to thrive and to influence for Christ in a world that needs to know Him. Here at Providence, we provide students a great academic experience, but we really want to go beyond just what's happening in the classroom. And I think one of the hallmarks of Providence is that we give our students experiences that help them to learn to lead, help them to learn to serve and to be drawn closer to Christ. Uh, we have weekly worship times, we have overseas missions trips, we have students that lead discipleship groups for other students. And today we're gonna to be talking about one event in particular that really reflects this heart that Providence has for reaching our kids. So let's get started. Today we're talking about Encounter, which is Providence annual retreat for students in fifth through 12th grade. And it's really a highlight of the school year for those kids. And we thought it'd be fun to talk through not only what that event looks like, but um, why it really matters in the life of the school. And so today I have two well-known people from the Providence family, Ken Hunsberger and Terry West. And they're here to talk more about Encounter and the purpose behind it and so forth. Uh, welcome, Ken, and welcome, Terry. Thank you. Thank you very much. So before we get into the conversation, give us just a quick history of your time here at Providence and what role you have at the school. Terry, why don't you start? I've been at Providence. I'm going on my 18th year. I've had 13 years in the classroom, and the last five have been in administration. I've taught fifth, sixth, and seventh grade, so all my teaching has been at the middle school level. I had two kids that graduated from Providence, Sean in 2002 and Carly in 2006. So I've been um, involved with Providence for a long time. And Ken, how about you? So this is my 23rd year at Providence, and uh, that started being uh, one of the high school Bible teachers, and that morphed into a position called Director of Student Leadership Development. And from there, uh, ultimately, uh, became high school principal and then um, moved from the Lilburn campus to the Johns Creek campus. And um, so that's, that's just been a, a great experience, both in the classroom and in the administrative role as well. So let's talk about Encounter. Um, Ken, what is it? What's, what is Encounter, and what's the purpose behind it? So Encounter, uh, as a concept, started uh, about 15 or 16 years ago. Um, and um, Dr. Sean Chapman, our current head of school and then principal, and I were strategizing over the fact that at that point in time, uh, each separate high school grade had a retreat. And the purpose of that retreat was just to start the year and for each grade to come together and enjoy one another's presence as the year started, each to a different location. Um, and certainly uh, that was a solid concept, but we felt like it could be so much more. The reality was they needed to encounter each other. They needed to spend time together, not just as an individual class, but as a, as a high school, if you will. And so uh, we also recognize that 
it not only needed to be an encounter with each other as student to student, but as student to student, uh, teachers and students together, and to then have an encounter with Christ that sometimes uh, is, is lost in translation in the midst of doing homework and all the extracurriculars. And we, we needed a setting where we could come aside, really set apart from the day-to-day and allow the students to have some time to be together, to play together, to encourage each other, and to really focus in on Jesus in the process. So, Ken, is there a reason why the retreat happens when it does? You know, some schools will have a retreat, you know, right at the beginning of the school year, or some schools will do a retreat really toward the end of a school year. Is there a, a purpose for it landing where it does, which is typically, you know, about three weeks into the into the school year? Sure. The the reason for the timing is a couple of different things. One is very pragmatic. So for a student that is new to the life of Providence, they walk in the door and they really might not know anyone or, or very few students. So by waiting some weeks into the school year, they've had an opportunity to meet other students. So they're really not going off entirely with strangers, and it just allows the relationships to grow faster and deeper. The other reality is there's a very real sense in which um, encounter is almost a a catalyst for restart. If there's been a a snag in getting started in just to the routine of school and just coming out of summer and into the life of going to school and all the different activities that they're involved, sometimes um, students well, their whole family just needs a little bit of a restart. And uh, we have discovered that encounter is very much that catalyst to restart, if you will. Uh, Sometimes it's a restart in relationships with friends. And sometimes, and more importantly, it's a restart of really enveloping their faith and recognizing, yeah, there's, there's more to school than homework. There is Jesus. And what does that mean in my life today? Terry, from a middle school perspective, how do you see Encounter, obviously our fifth through seventh graders, which are middle school here at Providence, go on their own retreats? When you look at those, how do you see them and how they benefit those kids down in middle school? So for middle school, we see Encounter as kind of a foundational setup to help them be successful in encounter when they get into high school. Our fifth grade encounter is um, very heavy curriculum driven because we want them to um, be comfortable throughout the day. uh, So they have planned activities. Everything is pretty much scheduled for them. And then there is a spiritual component to it at the end of the day that kind of closes out the day that is teacher led. Um, Again, because um, as a fifth grader, uh, sometimes this is the very first time that they have spent the night either away from home at all or away from home outside of a a family um, situation. So then as they move into sixth grade, it gets a little bit more freeing where they still have some uh, planned activities, but the spiritual component is stronger. Um, 
they end every evening with worship and um, a speaker. And then seventh grade, it's much more tied to what it looks like in um, high school to where they start the day um, with classes and the speaker. And also um, they do have some free time during the day. And then they close out each evening in worship and with a message that is relevant to um, topics that a middle school would be uh, sensitive to. So someone might ask, why, why take th- three days out of a, an academic week for a retreat like this, right? This is taken during a school week. Um, someone may look at this and go, well, is that really the best you know, use of a student's time, right, to take them out of class and they're going to go off and spend some time away? Uh, obviously, Encounter is very intentionally part of student life at Providence. How would you answer that question to say, why Encounter is is so important for the kids? So from a pure academic point of view, it is a, it is a great way for teachers to uh, bring a unit to a close with the anticipation of starting a unit after Encounter is over. And so that's, that's sort of a pragmatic piece. But the other piece is much deeper and much richer. It's not been unusual to ask a student, when was the last time you know you heard from God? In many ways, a very deep question. But it's also not unusual at all for a student to respond, well, it was that encounter. As long as I continue to hear students tell me they know they heard from God at encounter, then what's captured at encounter is, is just that important. And uh, as a covenant Christian school, that's a whole lot of who we are. You know, I'm a dad. Obviously, I have three kids here of my own. They all in, uh, attend Encounter. They all love to go on Encounter. They look forward to it. And, I, you know, as speaking as a dad, I just see it as one more way that the school is really intentionally going that extra step, right, to give my kids uh, an environment in a place where they can be more rooted spiritually, you know, and there's something, I think there's something about going someplace else. Uh, obviously we have Bible class here. We have worship times for all of our students and other environments like that. But I think there's really something to going away, right. And being in a different place and put, I think it puts the kids at some level in a different state of mind. And I think that's a really good thing. Do you, either of you have any, when you think back over encounters, any stories or uh, experiences that you've had that stick out in your mind uh, that took place at Encounter? For me, I think it is almost as important for the parents in a middle school as it is for the kids. I have some um, many, many parents that were very uncomfortable sending their kids away for the first time, and I had to coach them into um, trusting that we are going to take care of their kids, uh, trusting that God is going to be there and that they're going to see the changes in their kids when they come back. Um, And I can assure you that your student will come back changed. It may be insignificant at first. It may be just a little nugget of information that they gleaned, um, or it may be um, more defined relationships with other students or with other teachers. Um, But to be able to watch 
the change from a fifth grader through a seventh grader and the ease of which a parent releases their kids to us and how the kids come back from fifth grade into seventh grade. Um, it's huge. And it's um, to watch them start to take ownership of their faith. That usually starts happening in middle school. They're no longer looking to their parents to take their parents' perspective on what they believe and how they believe it. It, it, They start owning it. It's their walk, and they have to start taking that walk by themselves. For me, it's uh, experiences on on two different ends of the spectrum. One experience is waking up in the bunk bed uh, among all of the students to discover that I have shaving cream all over me, (laughs) and a student is standing (laughs) over me saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I'm waking up to, yeah, you're going to be. But that said, uh, wow, what a great relationship to have with a high school senior that felt that level of comfort, that knew I wasn't going to really retaliate. Right, right. Although some ice water later on may have had a place in that. (laughs) But that said, then there's the other extreme where I found myself up uh, late at night uh, because I heard a noise only to discover that a student was standing nearby and he he wanted to know if he could talk. And so we went aside to have a conversation because he was so struggling with the pressure he was feeling from his dad. And uh, he, he just, he wasn't understanding where his dad was coming from and wondering, you know, how am I going to get through this next whole year feeling the way I feel right now? And uh, we talked through that in, in such, a, such a rich way and that, that ended with a whole lot of prayer. And, yeah, the story does have a great ending because he does have a great relationship with his dad, and it, it, it did finish out well for him to really understand why his dad had pressed him in the ways that he had. And it took a little maturing to get to that. But, but yeah, I wouldn't take anything for those late-night moments. One of the things that I love about the, you know, the high school encounter trip in particular is the baptisms. You know, students ask to be baptized on that retreat. And it's always struck me as uh, is so special, not only because, of course, they're uh, going through that very powerful demonstration of their faith, but they're choosing to do it on a retreat with their classmates there, right? And yeah. I think that's a really powerful thing to see and a great witness for those kids. So that the whole baptism is a really, really neat thing to see. Well, they really are. The, the idea of, of having baptism at, uh, at Encounter really started at the request of, of a few students that, that simply asked one year, could they be baptized there? And uh, we had never pondered that. And so some conversation with um, others of our administration and um, along with the parents of these students uh, made it very clear to us that, that yes, that was something that, that we wanted to, to start and be open to do. And so every year there's, there's never a, a call to that or any pressure uh, involved. Uh, just as students have requested, we, we always say, well, you want to be sure your parents know because it's a time of celebration. Make sure that they're comfortable with that. 
but it is so sweet then to enter into those baptismal waters with these students, uh, sometimes very early in the morning, uh, other times later on in the evening, but always uh, a gathering of students who are just so excited to share in that moment. And some of these students have waited literally um, more than a year for their own baptismal experience, uh, just so it can, be, can happen in that setting. So we've talked a lot about the kind of the spiritual side of encounter, but the reality is it's also a ton of fun for the kids, right? Uh, Terry, real quickly, what are some of the destinations that kids go to? What are the kind of things that they're doing uh, to enjoy that trip? So in fifth grade, we go to um, Nature's Classroom, which is in Mintone, Alabama, and it is a outdoor environmental camp. There's hiking and rock climbing and um, learning about nature, trees, um, animals, uh, habitats. So it is um, environmentally focused. Uh, there's also um, bonfires at night. There's um, all kinds of activities that they do. In sixth grade, they go to Camp Westminster, which is in Conyers, and it is similar in that it is an outdoor activities or a few more um, activities like there's a paintball arena, there's horseback riding, uh, there's canoeing. Um, and in seventh grade, they are at um, Teen Valley Christian Camp in Plumtree, North Carolina, um, where there's zip lines and some water activities. Uh, and it is um, a lot of free time on their own during the day um, where they get to choose the activities that they're going to do and the experience that they get with uh, their friends and bonding is um, just as important um, as we were talking about earlier as the spiritual component is as well. So Ken, how about high school? Sure. The eighth grade goes to um, the Woodlands, which is about an hour's drive from our campus. And there they experience all kinds of organized activities from paddle boats to swimming to having a large gymnasium to play in to zip lines, uh, all kinds of focused activity. Candidly, most of the fun happens, though, just in the context of being together and their, the, own, the fun that they create, if you will. And so it's true for ninth through 12th grade as they go to Sharptop Cove, which is a Young Life camp in Jasper, Georgia. And typical of Young Life camps, uh, they do everything with a, with a very high level of excellence. And uh, there's a very real sense in which the students feel very free there. We have 43 uh, faculty members spread out over that campus, but they never seem to see them. They're, they're not trying to hide in the shadows by any stretch, but they, they just feel free to enjoy one another. And um, they do have fun, sure. There's, there's a, a pond to swing out on a rope and fall into. There's a water slide. There's an Olympic-sized swimming pool. There's sand volleyball. There's a full-size gymnasium. There's a great big air-conditioned game room. Yes, there's a great big snack bar with all kinds of smoothies. And they enjoy all of the, the things that are frosting. But at the end of the day, most of the fun happens and the greatest laughs are occurring at all the in-between times. And... Um, We've even witnessed a week where it rained every single day and not one person complained 
and they all returned saying it was awesome. One of the things that we also get to enjoy is we don't allow any electronics. So there's no cell phones, there's no tablets, there's no outside communication. And to be able to watch the kids navigate that, um, it doesn't, the kid that is quiet and has a hard time, he doesn't get to go sit in the corner and play a game. He is forced into um, joining the rest of the group. So to be able to see them step out of their comfort zone and to be included, um, it's it's huge. And the kids really enjoy that. So um, not having electronics has been a plus for us too. So the final thing I want to talk about with Encounter is something that we really emphasize in the days leading up to and in the days after encounter, uh, and that is the power of praying for this event. And it's something that we, you know, we tell our parents long before the retreat comes, and that is, it is so important to be praying for this event. And Ken, I've heard you say it multiple times, uh, don't stop praying the minute those kids step off the bus, because, you know, a lot of really amazing things and important decisions have been made in the course of those few days. And um, it's really important to be covering those kids in prayer in those days that follow. And uh, I think that's a really, really important point. So um, we certainly keep that in prayer. Well, I appreciate both of you sharing your thoughts. Encounter is a great event, and uh, I certainly appreciate how much work y'all put into making it uh, great for the kids, but also a meaningful thing as well. It's really a great, I think it's one other great way Um, that the mission of Providence is reflected is is having that kind of an event for our students. You've been listening to Equip to Thrive, a podcast presented by Providence Christian Academy. Our sound engineer is Brian Hansen. Brian also composed and performed the music you hear on this podcast. We'd also like to say a special thanks to Providence dad, Chris Stone, for helping us to imagine and to launch this program. Thanks a lot, Chris. If you're interested in finding out more about our school, visit our website at www.providencechristianacademy.org. And I'm your host, Stephen Daniels. Thanks for listening.